Josh, where's where's the campsite? It's coming up just ahead over there. Are you scared of the dark? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But I'm with my friends. I'm okay. <laughs> Field of Geeks presents The Super, Super Unknown. I'm Josh. I'm Mitch. I'm Juan. Welcome. Mitch is uh, coming back. Cousin Mitch is back in the house. <laughs> Dave, yeah. Uh, Dave's out of town. Uh, uh-huh. Wishing the best and uh, fighting the good, good uh, Google fight. Yes. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Dave's traveling. Yes. To the West Coast. He's uh, on assignment. Yeah. We don't really have one main topic today. What we decided to do was, ever since we uh, created the Facebook page, well, I know I have, and mm-hmm. if you haven't, it's not be deal one, but I've shared no, like, unknown articles out there mm-hmm. just to get people interested in the whole uh, idea of the show and what it's all about. It's about a, a variety of topics, uh, unknown topics, not necessarily unsolved, but right. not commonly known mm-hmm. by people. So we have all these articles on there, and... Everyone who follows the page, thank you for all your, uh, you know, reaching out, liking the articles, and commenting on them, all that good stuff. So we decided to actually pick some of these articles and talk about them for today's show. So, oh yeah. With that said, uh, Mitch has got the first article for us. So take it away, Mitch. Yeah. Um, now the article that I uh, really am going to go over here um, obviously has to deal with a movie that came out uh, what in the '90s, um, Fire in the Sky. Uh, that was about an alien abduction uh, from a guy uh, named Travis Walton, um, who was working as a um, as a forester in uh, Arizona and saw a uh, saucer and and uh, got abducted from there. I, now, have you guys ever seen the movie? I have. Okay, it's been a while, but I've seen it. Yeah. Gotcha. I've yeah. never heard Scared of it. Scared me as a kid. I've never seen the previews. Him looking fire up. in the sky. Yeah. 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 Has uh, Robert I'm Patrick uh, the T two? Yeah, the T two Terminator. Yeah. Um, it's just it's a very interesting take on things and i think kind of the first time that uh um i know growing up i was always interested in these ufo stuff and and claims and it always freaked me out ever so slightly um (laughs) just because of the look of these of these creatures um you know small large head large eyes small nose small mouth and uh and they abduct him and it kind of takes you through the whole abduction process and uh what that whole crew went through um itself the interesting thing is is it 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 really freaks you out because i mean they go step by step so he's found so he gets abducted he gets slammed down to the ground gets knocked out then gets abducted and the next thing you see is him ending or opening up into a pod and it's just this it's almost like the matrix Mm -hmm. you know right he he breaks out of this pod um, then he's weightless and he, he crashes into another pod and opens it up and it's like this decomposing human body so it's kind of these thoughts of you know aliens have been abducting us forever and they're doing scientific research on us and then he breaks out and goes through and they catch him um, you know just exploring around and so then they they get him down onto this uh, like hospital type bed put this um like sheath membrane out it almost looks like um latex like, or something well like pig membrane but like mm-hmm. laid out flat right. and it suctions down 
and he's screaming and then they they put it over his head and they cut open uh, eyelids and a place for his mouth and they stuff like this jelly stuff in his mouth and they shove this medical device down and then the last scene before he kind of comes back to to earth again is um, is this uh, this eye-opening device that that sprays this milky white substance and then you see like this needle coming down like right next to his eye and then that's it mm-hmm. so it's it's quite uh, traumatizing as a little kid, mm-hmm. yeah. um, as you can imagine, um, and uh, definitely puts a different light as to these aliens. Now, I, I'd like to think that if somebody was going to come to this Earth, they would come as a fact-finding, not as like, hey, we're going to do all these tests on you and abduct right. you and stuff, but you never know. I mean, there's tons and tons of UFO stuff out there. Uh, Bob Lazar, I know, has been recently in the news. Joe Rogan um, was on too. It was a documentary on Netflix. Yeah. yeah, and I'd like to, I'd like to see Joe Rogan do an interview with this Travis Walton guy. Um, you know, he's he's in his sixties now, almost late sixties. Oh, that'd be cool. And uh, it would be very interesting to hear his take. Uh, Bob Lazar, um, his claim to fame. I don't know if you guys mm-hmm. have paid much attention. Is uh, he used to work at Area Fifty One? Okay. And so he kind of gave the details of his job at Area Fifty One was to do the uh, propulsion uh, stuff, and um, and that's a really interesting uh, documentary if you get to see it. Um, but uh, you know, they circling back, they kind of go over. You know, once they find him again, he goes through a series of of traumatizing events and kind of. It's the first time that you kind of get to see PTSD mm-hmm. in a movie. Right. You know. Because hmm. when they're taking him back into the hospital and all that stuff after he has a seizure. The human hospital? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So once he's coming back, then he has, like, flashbacks of stuff. And he's freaking out and all that. And, and you get to see these aliens. And the the aliens are really well done in this. They have, like, giant heads and, mm-hmm. and you know, small eyes. And it's enough to freak out a kid. Sure. Um, but, yeah, it's... it's uh, I think these people that were in this, uh, they claim that they lost their job. I did... Uh, watch a, uh, a snippet of a documentary of, of Travis Walton talking and he said some of the stuff that was in the movie was not factual. Sure. They didn't get fired per se, they were just afraid to go back because hmm, of sure. what they saw. I mean, you see somebody get knocked to the ground then just bloop, up well, into a spaceship. Yeah, it was, a, it was a, uh, him and a group of guys, right? Yeah. And they, they ran to the truck, I believe, or they were in the truck casually. They were, they they were in the believe, truck, right? yeah. And then he was just kind of pondering... Yeah, he was. Kind of, yeah, he was looking up, and a yeah. beam came down and knocked him. I gotta right. see this movie, man. Oh yeah, yeah it's, it's pretty good. I remember. Mm. Yeah, it was fire like, in the sky. You're like, oh, this is the first time I've seen um, Robert uh, Patrick uh, yeah. not playing a Terminator, and you know, it's just <laughs> yeah. kind of like you're curious. It's like seeing Jack Nicholson after you've seen Batman, like right. play a, different, a regular part, and it's yeah. weird but cool. Hmm. Um, yeah, he's yeah. got long hair and he's like a little bit thicker. He's, he's got not a like that. Too, doesn't he? Or a beard? Uh, is he running? No. Well, no. You <laughs> don't like ever see him running. Yeah. You don't that see the hands has out. The perfect straight. run for him. God. Yeah. yeah it's, it's really good. <laughs> it's a good run. Yeah. Um, no. Uh, referring back to what you were yeah. saying, uh, I actually I'm kind of curious to know like this gentleman you speak yeah. of because you were saying like uh, the um, you would hope that like these let's just say um, aliens yeah if they were come here and they wouldn't ex- you know they wouldn't just necessarily experiment on us and stuff like that I would want to believe there is more than one kind 
you know, and that's right. something that Bob Lazar he, he, talked about. Give, give what I'm saying. So, I mean, like there's, just, there's just ones and then ones are just yeah. yeah just, just, just like throwing out a number. Let's just say, yeah. like, let's say there's five different species of yeah. aliens. There might be mm-hmm. more, might be less, there might be none. But I'm just saying, let's just say for a number, let's say five different. Sure. And these two species are going to definitely yeah. <laughs> right. figure out how the human body and the biology of us works. And the other three are like, we come in peace, we want to be your friend. Mm-hmm. We want to know you on a, you know, like almost a social level, like just getting to know like your character and how you, how you guys process things. Uh, what's that movie with uh, Kevin Spacey, K-Pax? Yes. Yep. K-Pax. Yeah. yeah. So like just... that, that, that kind of character was like... Um, his whole deal was just to here to just, you know, observe, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. right, and just and just see how we interact and things like that, and the way that he supposedly was deciphered by humans as crazy. Yeah. Right. Well, and you know, with the uh, the one funny thing I was thinking about today, uh, with the outbreak of this new virus that's going around that's got everybody freaked out, kind of makes you wonder if the government finally said, you know, we aren't the only ones out there what would happen if there would be a panic like what we have right now i'd like to think not i mean i think we all kind of know that it's probably we're not the only ones out there kind of thing and it would be stupid of us not to know it's not realistic it's arrogant it's actually not stupid it's arrogant yeah the air force actually released those videos or no actually they didn't somebody else did yeah you're talking about the ones with the flight it was the the um the guitarist for blink 182 started a a program he's um, big into UFOs he and is yeah and he's forced a lot of the the uh, Freedom of Information Act to come out with this stuff uh, so much so um, and they're starting to see more things coming out that uh, they closed Project Blue Book which was around the time that uh, Area 51 came out they you know they had a, a whole special force mm-hmm. through there um, that was designed to basically take the information the claims and do research on you know if it was true or if it was not they closed that back in God years ago they've reopened it under a different name now and you know during discussions and stuff uh, congressional discussions said that you know we're taking these claims seriously because of the videos that have been leaked so it, it's not directly admitting that there are extraterrestrial beings it's just saying you know we're not disproving that there could be a chance so well they try to get they try to get more technical when you, when you uh, release something like that yeah. because the one thing they say for sure is it's unidentified flying object that doesn't right. necessarily mean it's uh, extraterrestrial. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. So I mean, it could be something from our planet. You know. Yeah. I think that's the beginning of acceptance. Like there are UFOs. It doesn't. It, 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 yeah. It doesn't mean alien aircraft. It mm-hmm. could be from another country. They're experimenting right. on and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, Rogan had one of the pilots on. Who, yeah. Uh, he. I don't know if one of those recordings was for... I don't think it was, but he described an incident himself. Hmm. And he's high up there in respect, so he wouldn't... I don't think he would be lying or anything like that. All these abductions, we've talked about the Hills being abducted, that couple back mm-hmm. in the 60s. Yeah, I remember we, we did an episode. Do you recall how long um, this guy was gone? Um, it never really said, per se. I think the movie was, like, just days, maybe? Yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a very... Um, short amount of time speaking of uh this stuff that they you know they've been talking about alien abductions since uh you know world war ii mm-hmm. have you guys seen this uh, famous picture um it happened in california 
uh, February 25th, 1942, an infamous uh, false alarm saw military uh, units unleash torrent of aircraft fire in the skies over Los Angeles. Um, the claim was at the time that they saw something that they couldn't identify and, and went after it thinking that it was, uh, you know, Japan or, or Germany or something like that attacking. They never actually admitted to what it was, but they have photographs of shit. it. And it just lit up the sky, and what they thought it was was an alien, uh, you know, alien craft craft yeah. entering into the skies and uh, taking... our battle. Yeah. It so, looks like one of two things. It, like, it looks like either, you know, like those movie theater... Right, right. Like, big shows with the big lights that go in the sky and right. wow, that would yeah. be terrifying to see right nobody knew what it was well, uh, you know they tried to blame it off as you know uh, aircraft balloon or something like that mm. but it, it caused enough concern that they started to shoot into the air uh, which means that they saw something right um, you know and they say that aliens only come during events that are gonna change the world so you know what did they see what, are the, mm-hmm. what was the precursor obviously sure. uh, Hiroshima and Nagasaki were it so sure i know there's just so much mystery out there and i would like to believe people who are and obviously some of them are totally you know i believe in some of them you know yeah i, I think uh there's like valid points and they're like a lot of respected people like they wouldn't have a really big reason to lie you yeah. know obviously there's some that are like i wanted attention you know all that stuff but yeah unfortunately it's all these secrets, you know, uh, causes, I almost think it causes panic if, you know, rather than just tell people, which, you know, it, it just panic on each side. But, you know, I mean, it, once you get all these secrets, it's like, how do you, where do you stop? Right. Yes. You know, and that's got to be a heavy burden to carry, you know. For well, and, and the fact that there's so many non-believers and naysayers and stuff mm-hmm. like that, you know, people being labeled as heretics and, and uh, one of the interesting things on this uh, Travis guy um, was that they went back to the site where it actually happened and they did uh, biological studies and they said where the beam shot down there were higher levels of magnetic resonance and the trees that were growing around it actually uh, their growth rings were doubled what they should have been everywhere else Hmm. so they, they said that typically when they see something like that like a level of radiation like that um, that would be indicative of something happening. So uh, they looked over in Chernobyl, where the biggest outbreak was, and they said the same type of thing happened um, with the evergreens over there. Instead of actually killing the plant, uh, it made it grow exponentially quicker than what it normally would. You yeah. said something. We did something about Chernobyl last time. We talked a little yeah. bit briefly about it. Right? It was actually on Field of Geeks. I reviewed the series. I just watched it. And, right. What did uh, you think of it? Oh, I loved it. I loved it. I mean, it's terrifying, but I loved mm. it. And, uh, I actually been really uh, I was already interested in it I just it kind of you know spiked it again for me and I started watching things on YouTube like you can go there certain uh, levels of yeah uh, like you have you have a certain amount of time you can only be there but there's actually these red flowers or plants or something that are from that and they're you know you can't touch them or anything but yeah they're all red from this radiation and it's just it's really fascinating you know but it's like a disguise. It's like it looks looks really cool, and you want to touch it. Like, mm. you just can't. What's interesting is the fact that you know animals found a way to survive. Yeah, they adapted. How humans can't survive through that is beyond me. Um, but you know, you have the Chernobyl 
pets, I guess they call them. And what do you mean they survived? Well, the dogs. Um, that got away from the... That got away from the containment area. Because uh, if you watch... It, what is it? Episode 4 or oh, something like that? Tough. is like one of the toughest yeah. to watch. It's basically where they go in and they, they clear the area. Clear, I guess, is to kill anything that was still living there. So they've evacuated all the humans. Hmm. But now... Because the humans left, they left their animals. House pets. House stuff. pets. So what I'm saying is, like, those animals are not radioactive? They are. Um, they actually have radioactivity, um, perfectly normal looking. Mm-hmm. Just their genetic makeup is completely different from everywhere else around the world. I wonder how that... See, like, this is where my brain starts working. Like, if one of, like, let's say a dog was radioactive and it made it with a non-radioactive dog... What would that offspring be like if the dog survived? I mean, it's it's so many things. Like, well, um, you, that's that's you an can, interesting deal. I see why it would be a new species, but I mean, with humans anyway, it didn't it didn't go too well. Like, make our first mutant dog. Well, there there was um, <laughs> there have been studies that have been you know we have enough information and evidence of stuff that's gone on. You know, obviously in Japan where we dropped the the atomic bomb twice over there. Um, in Russia, where we've had multiple accidents of, of uh, nuclear fallout, um, you know, babies are born, um, you know, after the events Close, happen. Yeah. But the problem is, is that the people who may show no symptoms of, you know, radioactive Activity. poisoning mm-hmm. um, have birth defects. Mm-hmm. So you get things like swelling of the head, um, where they look like a big basketball on the top, mm-hmm. and you know, they only live for a little short time. Yeah, superpowers. Um, you know, weird things Except like a like third that. arm growing. Damn. That we know of. Yeah. Damn. No Supermans yet. <laughs> hey, maybe there's an X-Men team we don't know about. I mean, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Maybe they kept the ones that, you know, who knows? You know? <laughs> I don't know. It's I'm just saying, it, like, you know, in you know, larger head. More brain. Yeah. Well, it it kind of looks like that. It looks like uh, Brainiac, I guess you could say, mm-hmm. from from Superman, but right or Green Lantern, wasn't it? No, Brainiac. Superman. Yeah. Superman. Right. Yeah. yeah, Brainiac. So yeah, I mean, but they don't. I mean, the brain function. They're well. There's mentally one case, retarded. Uh, where a lady's husband was a fireman on site. Mm-hmm. She's pregnant. Didn't disclose that, but she stuck by him as he deteriorated and absorbed his radiation basically mm-hmm. well turned out the baby really was it was a stillborn i yeah. believe or yeah stillborns is stillborn alive once once no. born for a little bit it's not i thought it was no, alive a little no bit. It, it anyway does. the mom was fine the baby absorbed all the radiation and hmm. died so so the mother has no radioactivity what I, I, yeah based on their From what i've yeah. seen yeah interesting Right. Yeah, that. But it's. Yeah. We need to. You know what? Maybe we should do something on radioactivity. I mean, that's, yeah. It's a very, very interesting thing. Um, people who found it um, on the periodic table that. ended up dying from radiation poisoning. I mean. Really. Oh yeah, it's. It, that whole thing is just unique. It has no smell. It has. You can't feel mm-hmm. it or touch it. It's just there. Right. Right. And it messes with you so quickly. Super interesting. Yeah. yeah fire in the sky. Definitely check that out and I'm assuming it's possibly based on a book um yeah it was actually written um I don't know who wrote it um but it was written and then made into a movie and this guy's still with us oh yeah yeah he's definitely with us he's 67 years old right now so Joe Rogan if you're listening which probably not but I hope so (laughs) he is you are bro oh this guy interview him come on we need a three hour interview with this guy and Joe Rogan is the best of interviewers on a podcast that I know so 
he definitely brings everybody on it seems yeah so that's super cool but yeah thanks mitch for yeah. the, the article that's awesome yeah that was good mitch uh, i want to say uh josh thanks for getting these chairs oh, yeah, yeah right you're welcome <laughs> like yeah we have upgraded the padding in our chairs yes, yes. we've gone from a hard pew we, to a we've, nice we've gotten Big screens. Josh, Josh is the pampering us down here. You know what? I just don't pay my mortgage. Yeah. It's so cool. <laughs> Who needs to pay their mortgage, man? <laughs> Stuff's overrated, bro. Excuse me, got a knock on the door. <laughs> yeah, man, we're good. We're good. If you like this podcast, please join our Patreon account. And yes. Don't forget to click like <laughs> the oh, bottom below. Feel free to donate to. Yeah, the uh, FOG studio is getting updated. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, I'm sitting in this chair and I'm like, Oh, this is nice. So how do you make $67,000 a year without paying taxes, Josh? Yeah, yeah Josh. <laughs> I'll tell you. Man, these handcuffs are heavy. My back hurts. What is the IRS? I'm, I'm talking through uh, television from prison right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what I'm going to talk about is basically, and like did like a little research on it and read it a little bit and studied a little bit. It's uh, five truly terrifying ghost stories that prove Alton, Illinois, is the most, well, um, I jumped in there. Alton is the most haunted city in Illinois. But based on a lot of stuff that I was looking at, Alton's the most haunted place in the United States. There are so many stories. There are so many stories. Like, this is just five stories. <laughs> get, 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 See, I, ooh man, ghost. I, I can't, I can't yeah. narrow it down. Like I was trying to figure out which one, like to really do, or which ones. So the one that kept reoccurring was, um, so like we have one about what is called the, the McPike Mad- Mansion. I'm gonna come back to that one maybe. Uh, I think it's this, uh, the first Unitarian Church, and uh, basically. If this is the right one. Yeah. So the first Unitarian Society was founded in Alton in 1836. And a church was built in 1878 and was rebuilt in the early 1900s after a fire. Things uh, were fairly uneventful until one of the pastors named Philip Mercer decided. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Ooh. Decided to take his own life oh. at the church. His suicide did not make sense to anyone who knew him, and that raised questions. Since then, the building has been host to weird occurrences. Uh, doors seem to lock and unlock on their own. There seems to be a male presence who wants people to leave. So, and in like uh, the documentary I was watching, they brought up this same one. They went a little bit more in depth in it. So like this this uh, pastor, he was just like, he just took himself out. He went there and he just killed himself. And like people will say they'll feel like a hand on their shoulder. They'll things like and things like that. Also, um, there's something about Alton. They said there's no right or left turns. What? There's only up. And down, there's only forward and back, I guess. Oh, so there's weird. probably curves. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. He's the way that it was described. He's like, there's no right or left turns. What? Because there, there's a tour guide. So like, 
all, like all these supernatural people, like your ghost hunters, your, oh, yeah. your 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 tarot card readers, your you name it, anyone that's into the metaphysics, anything like that, they all go there. It's like a mecca. So that's where they hone their skills, really. Yeah, like like I'm actually intrigued to go there. Just, and I think I've been through Alton. Like uh, I'll I think. Have to ask the, uh, isn't it over by Springfield? Uh, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll uh, depart. Yeah. Yeah. Is it over by Springfield? Like just offshoot of Springfield, Illinois. Alton, Illinois is really. I thought it was like really close to St. Louis. Oh, it could be. I I could. Be well, wrong. East St. Louis. I'm okay, sorry. gotcha, Louis. gotcha. Uh, but I need to, cause I know I, I've heard of Alton, and I don't think it's that difficult for me to get to. I might have to look on the map, but yeah, Alton. I've heard about that since I was a kid, but I never heard about any haunted issues. Really? And like I want to go. I mean, uh, here's another story. Let's see what else we got here. This uh, the Milton Schoolhouse, uh, located on the east side of Milton. Uh, Milton uh, Schoolhouse is said to be haunted. No one can find newspaper accounts of this event, but the story goes that a little girl from the school, Mary, was attacked and murdered by the janitor when he was suspected. He took his own life. Their ghosts are said to linger around the school. That's I another story. I wondered that about school hauntings. Like, what's the story there? Like, were these kids uh, so, all so, taken out there, or they're just child spirits coming to this place? It sounds almost some Freddy Krueger type stuff. Yeah, a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm saying, bro, it's like story upon story. Like, <laughs> this place has more haunted stories than. <sighs> It's just, it keeps going. That was what, two number three, and they have uh, the Mineral Springs. Uh, the Mineral Springs Hotel opened in 1914, and it, it was uh, advertised as the largest swimming pool in Illinois. Um, the waters were said to have healing powers. The swimming pool is in the hotel is in the hotel basement, and it's totally creepy. You'll hear the sound of hard shoes hitting the pavement. When there is nothing to make the sound, one account is that a couple was having an argument and the husband fell into the pool drowning. He is said to be waiting by the pool to get revenge on his wife. (laughs) God. (laughs) I'm sure she's long dead now. He's, oh. he's. I've been waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna keep waiting, buddy. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm saying like if she's passed on, he's yeah. gonna like, well, know <laughs> what you did in her life. You know. I, it just makes you wonder if like any females who venture in that area, he he thinks it's his wife. Oh yeah. And, and it just drowns him. Count there. I mean, like, I've never heard of a place that has so many different situations and like like I would think someplace like uh, Louisiana like uh, New Orleans would have something like that you know yeah. with that whole kind of like voodoo culture things like that just there's so many other places Alton, Illinois the most unassuming place yeah, yeah it's kind of the mecca of like haunted places haunted haunted environments uh, where's Salem at? Salem is uh, northeast Oh, okay. I do know that. I think it's Maine. It's in New York? Oh, Massachusetts. 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 Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I knew it was up that direction. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. So Salem, yeah. And that was a so-called witches sacrifice uh, that were sacrificed. Like trials. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a lot of, um, from my understanding, a lot of Wiccan practitioners, like, 
take a lot of you know they they show a lot of respect to the Salem witches mm, and things like that. It's kind of like they're and there's probably right and left turns there. I assume. You know, it, it, <laughs> that whole thing is just very interesting because there was a book that came out back in the 1400s uh, that basically outlined what a witch was, and you know they were more of a homeopathic type person that believed that they could heal people and. And, like uh, people with oils now. Yeah, yeah, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. patchouli oil and stuff like yeah. that. It's just, it's very interesting what they thought of these people, and really none of, none of them were known to be witches. It's just that I could go and have an argument with you, per right. se, and then claim that you were a witch. Now, now you have to defend that you're not. Well, how do you defend that? There's no way. Right. The, one of the, the thoughts is, is that, like, for example, like, we're, I always say, like, take the dumbest person you know. Right. And put him or her. (laughs) Nothing, Josh. You're good. You're good. (laughs) Just checking out your shirt. (laughs) Thanks. No. Take the dumbest person you know. Yeah. And let's say you put him in, like, an estimated time of, like, when the so-called Jesus walked the earth or something. Right. So, that so-called dumb person instantly becomes the smartest person on earth. Right. Because of knowledge obtained. So... What I'm saying is, like, if you took your car through a village, it'd probably be written like some, some, some mighty beast of steel came through and made a mighty roar. You know, like, yeah, yeah like you know, rev that engine or something like that. Or if they saw a freaking plane, it would be like a steel dragon. You know, like. <laughs> so, what I'm saying is, I think a lot of those people may necessarily not necessarily be. They're misunderstood. They they may have been ahead of their time, mm-hmm. right? So, so right. like they may have just figured out like, uh, oh, you're sick. You know, maybe you shouldn't keep <laughs> doing this. Put you know you know disinfect it. Clean clean that. Yeah. Or you hurt yourself. Let's disinfect it. Let's clean it. Let's put a little hard. You know. They were really the scientific doctors of their time. Yeah. It's just they're just trying to figure out. Yeah. Oh, like this makes sense mm-hmm. to help you heal yourself. Right, and 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 I think the population may have taken some of that stuff as hocus pocus. Like, it's weird what uh, what kind of odd scares you know people can go through. People fear what they don't understand. Yeah, is ghosts insane, right? is another thing. I mean, I don't know if you're if that freaks me. That stuff freaks me out. I love I, it. I I do believe <laughs> that there is something energy that can be you know left on Earth. I suppose you could say after somebody goes and. You know, if it's negative enough or if there's unresolved issues that things can stick around and fester. I I think it would be fun, like, if I didn't have the, you know, terrifying fear of getting tapped on the shoulder and nothing there. (laughs) You know? I mean, you may be fine with it, but... No, anytime I I I go run it. (laughs) But there's some stuff that you just can't explain. I mean, you know? Well, I do believe, like, I believe science and what we would call magic for for lack of a better word uh, are one and the same yeah I just feel that like magic's just a little bit ahead of it so like they're now like let's say like let's say I told you oh people can be invisible Mm -hmm. and you'd be like whatever man and now you'll find out like military might have some kind of cloaking devices to use mirrors and da 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 and now that statement becomes true right so um that's all I'm saying. As I think we have those abilities, we just science has to catch up with it. Yeah. Uh, the way I was always explained is, you won't believe it in believe in it 
until the conscious mind signs off on it. So, like, what that means is, like, okay, if I said, uh, Mitch picks fly, you'd probably be like, uh, you're full of it. <laughs> and you sh- he, he, just you're justified in saying that. Now, I, I would tell you to say that. If, you know, outside <laughs> if looking you didn't in, actually see Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then let's say, like, um, a week later, you're watching CNN in there. And you see this little piglet flying in a circle <laughs> with little wings on it. And they're talking about how they've been gene splicing piglets with <laughs> with birds. As you have a piece of bacon in your hand. Yeah, yeah. you're like, you're like uh, I'm vegetarian. You saying I could have got this with wings? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thanks, Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> I feel like I'm getting cheated here. I want that for dinner. Hot wing bacon. Right? That's Bro, badass. that's why they did it. That's yeah. why they did it. That's why they did it. But Fuck now your conscious voice. mind believes in it, yeah. and now you can you'll sign off on it because you've got the the proof. You have the evidence to to invest in it. Imagine so. for the first time going to a tribe that's never seen anything outside of that. Right? Mm-hmm. Like they haven't progressed to the Stone Age even, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden somebody comes in with a cell phone. Oh yeah, they're freaking out. Imagine what kind of voodoo they... I mean, just... They think you're talking to the gods, man. Right? You're talking to the gods, bro. Like, all of a sudden, you're trying to put some sort of relative meaning to what you know Mm -hmm. to something that has no explanation to it. And you show them the Domino's app. They're like, what? Like, hey, it's a Siri. It's on its way. Who are these people when Siri talks back? They are an indigenous tribe. They get the army ready. He's coming! (laughs) (laughs) Armor up and everything. Oh yeah. Know what What's this uh, Google? That's what I'm saying. Google. He's here. Oh, Google. <laughs> I was looking. I was looking up. Uh, <laughs> right. I think it takes place in Illinois, so I wonder if there's. Alton. Oh, if it takes place in oh. Alton, that's a boss. I don't. Oh, think, that's I think cool. It's a fictional town, but I, I, I'm pretty sure it takes place in. Illinois, Maybe it's based so. on that might be a stretch, but also it might be like, hey, let's pay homage to this freakiness that's happening in this town. I like yeah. it. What if you ever get a... When Mitch isn't fighting crime, he yeah. drives people. <laughs> what if you ever get an assignment to go to this town? Are you going to be a little hesitant now? Do it, Mitch. Or, take me well, with you. you Dude, remember. I was freaking out last night take driving. Take with you. I mean, I'll go had, with you. Hey, I would take you. Um, <laughs> I, I love it. <laughs> if I see you run, then I'm definitely running. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Mitch, uh, <laughs> yeah, no happening. go, bro. <laughs> this is real. Start the engine, bro. <laughs> that thing had fangs, man. That thing had fangs. I mean, I probably would stay at a more recent building than maybe like an old story hotel or something like mm-hmm. that. You know, sure, just sure. keep myself safe. But yeah, I mean, you know. You said last night something? Oh, God, last night. You know, I don't know if I'm just letting this virus thing get to me. Um, it's playing because... I went out. People are still out. They're all mm. going to parties. They're all yeah, drinking at me. bars. Nobody's stopping doing what they're doing. Mm. And yet the whole government's <clears throat> freaked out. I mean, you know, have we gotten to this point now where we're just like, screw it. If it's our time, it's our time. That's kind of where I am. I mean, these guys are coming back in from the, the places that they're at. They're like, okay, guys, hand washing time. And they'd bring out their like uh, their little sanitizer. gel and sanitizer gel all wipe up. and. Right. I think it's a cash grab, man. I, I feel like like well, sanitizer and toilet paper is just like, finally. Right. Charmin's like, now we're getting it. Now we're getting paid, man. It's all right. intertwined, though. You know, it's like yeah. we can profit off this. Even uh. if the... Uh, 
like it, let's say it's it's 100% what uh, everyone's saying or you know a lot of people are saying it is like yeah there's always going to be people out there like we can get bucks you know like we got products oh, yeah. here get Perel get all that stuff uh, when- maybe the true story is if rubbing alcohol fixes the outside boo boo Drinking beer will fix the inside. That beer. is excellent <laughs> logic. You are the new Stephen Hawking. I mean, you just know this, man. <laughs> right? I just dropped a truth bomb. You just dropped. I will admit, I was, I was feeling uh, some serious knowledge at one time. Mind blown. My wife looked up like, "Oh, if you drink some whiskey, I'm like, let's do it." Yep. Like, okay. And you need to hear what she's got to say. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> I was like, sounds like science. So, it, what is that, uh, the, uh, Jerry Maguire? You had me at hello. Yeah. <laughs> you had me at whiskey. <laughs> you had me at whiskey. <laughs> I get to drink? Okay, yeah, okay. So, if you put a little, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You I'm know, ready. Tito's just came out and said, don't use our alcohol as uh, sand sanitizer because it's not uh, high enough proof. You, what do you need, like 80 plus proof, right? Have it clear. It, it's got to be 60% alcohol, so I don't know if, if Tito's is 40%. Mm. So it's not there. It needs another twenty. Tito's is tequila. Uh, vodka. It is. I think so. What about I don't. Vodka? I don't no. drink. I don't. I only drink like whiskey and bourbon. Yeah, stay away from vodka, man. That stuff's. Yeah, I good. haven't recovered like my uh, wanting to. Dr- well, I'll have a vodka and cranberry juice once in a while. Okay. That's pretty good. You have one bad night on vodka and you're done. I've had. Yeah. I, I, I think we should do a White Michael. Claw episode. Oh, what? <laughs> a White Claw episode. We should do a White Claw episode. I I, you I know why? You. I think you, uh, we were recording when I tried it. and I, didn't I, I, I can't do it, it <laughs> alone. <laughs> I can't do it alone. <laughs> I can't experience it by myself. I need to have a drinking game when we see a movie. I'm game. I'm just saying, like, there has to be... Because I'll try it for all my friends out there, women, that... <laughs> Don't worry. The guys that I was driving last night, and this was a bachelor party, yeah. had White Claw in there. What? Yeah. <laughs> like, they were down at White Claw. I've never seen a dude with White Claw. Oh, I mean, yeah. Once, well, they were but White Claw. That was kind of like a taste test type approach. Yeah. Like, I get that, but like... What are you trying to watch your figure, bro? Like, 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 <laughs> like <laughs> White Claw just, yeah, no, they were down in White Claw and Bush Lights. So. You're not gonna get lucky holding a White Claw. No. That's just, that's all I think. Like, yeah, you're trying to pick up chicks and you're like, hey, babe, and you're holding a White Claw. It's just like, well, well, maybe they're all trying to touch. <laughs> she's not tacos, excited you know? anymore. I don't know. You just can't. If we do that, I'm you, icing somebody. You can't. You can't. You can't. <laughs> Well, ice, you can't, you can't, or White Claw. It's just, it's, it's, like, it's the unmanly drink. Well, it's like drinking Smirnoff Ice, you know? You know what, though? Yeah. I'm going to defend that. Oh. Okay. I'm going to defend it. <laughs> because when you're deep into an after party and it's three in the morning and there's Smirnoff Ice. Okay, I'll buy that. It, 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 it's, I'll buy that. It's like, what do you get? That's all I got. Okay, fine. Yeah. But would you go for a white claw if it was like that? No. You'd be like, my done, I'm done. Because night's over. Toilet water. Here we go. I'm, I'm the same. I'm the single man here. I'm the single man here. Like I, I, I feel that white claw will decrease my chances. <laughs> Smearing off ice still keeps me in a, on the field. <laughs> that's just how I feel. Well, like that's right now. <laughs> Shoot. But white claw, if you want to sponsor us. 
You guys are awesome. You're we'll amazing. And send it by the caseload. We'll drink it all. We'll just put something else in the can when we're like recording. Like, this no, is no, Josh. No, we would never do oh, anything right, like right. that. No, I was just saying if we, if we were like yeah. terrible people, we would. Yeah, yeah. Thing, a terrible person would do that. No. We we would never do that to you, white. You know, I've been trying to hack Jack Link's little chubs over at the Field of Geeks podcast, and still to this day, I've not gotten a case of those. What is it? Jack Link's Little Chubs. They're uh, like the little smoky. Like, oh, I've seen those. Just, yeah, they're just a fat a fat piece of that. And they're uh, really good. The unknown factor is what are they? Well, yeah. I mean, you know. But, I mean, I've been hawking that for years, and everybody's getting <laughs> mad at me. How about, we, how, about we, how about we do it? We're going to make up an episode on, on, on a recording right now. Let's do this. I, I want to do a food and drink episode of the unknown oh like un- unknown foods and drinks that yeah. like cool things and like you know Nerving when you were things all that yeah just like i mean anything we can think of like the super unknown food edition oh you know we could do like a lot of like lady drinks like box bordeaux yeah and a wine spritzer, spritzer. <laughs> <laughs> i like that i like that a lot Son about that word. We'll have to uh, disclose the origins of these drinks and so on. <laughs> Before we get drunk and talk. if we're like there and we're like halfway in the episode, we're like um, This is crap. White White Claw's not that bad. It's okay. After this white Ryan Spritzer, I already had four. So that's fine. This Franzi is nice. Oh, That's fantastic. I, I will say this real fast, and then we're going to go on to you, Josh. Yeah. Sure. Alcohol is the only, uh, I guess, drug that you keep your decision-making skills. That's what I was told. I don't know. I think it was by law enforcement or something like that. So basically, you know that you're doing something wrong. You just don't care. Oh, it does remove that factor, yes. It just give it, it, it removes caring. Yeah. Giving a damn. Yeah. You know. So basically like you may not be in your right mind if you're on other narcotics or mm-hmm. something like that. But with alcohol, no no. I know. Yeah. This is hazardous to my health. I know I shouldn't slap <laughs> that person. I know I shouldn't do this, but I'm gonna do it anyways. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> It's the American world. <laughs> yes. That's one thing I'm like, I know. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the one thing that... Um, I hope everyone... It impairs your judgment. Yeah. If you are going to drink in excess, please, please, either call a cab, call a limo company. Be responsible. Yes, Stay call, where call you're a limo at. company. Yeah. Yes. Call Mitch. Call yeah. Mitch. He'll be there. I'll pick you up for a nominal fee. There you go. Yes. <laughs> that you won't care to pay. You won't time. care. You're, you're drunk. You'll just, you'll just hand Mitch your wallet. And that's Here's it. some money, man. I'll uh, stop at every gas station. God, this thing gets horrible gas. It'd be like uh, two hundred dollars of coverage, cash. <laughs> up on M and M's. Yeah, man, that, that's fine. <laughs> How about three hundred, man? I want to give you a good tip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, that's the standard. That's company standard. Yeah, I mean, actually, you're kind of like lowball. I usually go higher than that, but that's fine. I'll, I'll take. It. <laughs> I'll, I'll take you three. You're kind of lowballing. <laughs> but it's okay, man. I, I just want to make sure you get home safely. Exactly. Exactly. Go ahead. Oh, that's fine. Um, You're kind of lowballing. This, this one's 
Sally, this one's going to be kind of a downer, but it's an unknown thing I think a lot of us should be aware of, and I'm sure most of us are. But, you know, like, growing up, you know, there was all that, um, you know, threat of child abduction. You know, I, I remember I was freaked out when my mom would... Oh, the Johnny station. Gosh stuff. Yeah, because yeah, that was kind of like our generation that really it hit hard. And, um, like, my mom would pull into a gas station and leave me in the car. Like, any, anytime I was left alone in a car... I was yeah, you know, high alert. Scared. Yeah, yeah, and I had my doors locked and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the thought used to be you get kidnapped and uh, killed. Mm. I, you never, as a kid, I guess, thought of the middle, which is, you know, molestation, all that jazz. Yeah. Uh, terrible yeah. stuff. But mm-hmm. as you, I've gotten older, and all of us, of course, uh, it's become even more terrifying because it doesn't just stop at that. Like, a lot of these people are... In servitude, basically, for a lifetime, a sexual slave, yeah. you know. So, with all of that going around, I, you know, I'm a father now, so it does hit home harder. And, you know, this the threat is it's terrifying, you know. Mm-hmm. You don't ever want children to be victims of that. I found an article about UPS, they're beginning to train their delivery drivers on how to spot signs of human trafficking. So, oh, wow. and I applaud them for doing this, and you know. Unfortunately, the community, you know, they, I think people are aware, but <clears throat> the training these guys are going to get, they're going to be able to, the goal is anyway, they want uh, these drivers to be the eyes and ears of the community. Do they give any um, idea on, like, what signs that they look for? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. They're uh, teaming up with uh, the Truckers Against Trafficking to develop, like, a training program, and the program's called Freedom Freedom Drivers Project. And so, yeah, the the lead of their program basically said, you know, tra- traffickers are continuing on uh, ignorance of the general public to think they are, like, you know, selling uh, prostitutes or hookers. They are uh, not being voluntary, basically. There's sex, it's sex slavery. So drivers will be aware of these signs. Uh, there's also, like, monikers on some of these people who appear to be, like I said, you know, a prostitute or a hooker. Because that's what a lot of people don't realize is and unfortunately, the, the criminal justice system doesn't realize is, you know, they, they get all these, they bust them on all these accounts, but they're really victims of human trafficking. They've been victims since they were kids. This mm. is like, you know, so they're, they're victims, but they're treated like criminals, which, you know, I understand they're breaking the law, but if they were forced into this line. They, they have no education. Yeah, they right. don't know any better. Exactly, exactly. So that's... No that's, rehabilitation, well, I should say. Right, that's that's the main yeah. issue. And there are organizations that are trying to, you know, make that more uh, aware to the, you know, uh, law enforcement and so on. But yeah, uh, to look for uh, signs, uh, it's like pimp monikers, basically. They have something on their arm or anywhere on the body that says, like, daddy or moneymaker. Mm-hmm. That's a sign, I guess, right there. Well, um, what about those teenage girls that have daddy on the back of their tattoo? Yeah. Mm. Not to make light of that. Right, right. Well, I, Interesting. I, that that just sounds like good old-fashioned daddy issues. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Those, the, yeah, who knows? I mean, that could be, they could be victims. Who knows? But, yeah, 130,000 employees will be trained nationwide. And uh, drivers will have cards on them that has the national hotline number. So when they spot things like this, they can give it a call. God, you remember when they used to have Blue Star Homes? That's yes. A blue, what's a Blue that Star Home? That was Stranger home? Danger, right? A Blue Star Home was a home that uh, you had to actually sign up for this through the city of uh, or the police station. But mm-hmm. a Blue Star Home was a safe place. So, like, you go over to, like... Uh, 
Um, if you go to Come and Go or you go to QT and you see that sign that says Safe Place and you kind of see like this big sign, arm, right? yeah, yeah, just a Safe Place. It's like if you're being abducted, if you're in trouble, you can go quietly to the person that's working there and tell them what's going on, and they contact the police and stuff like that. Well, the Blue Star home was basically the same premise, but it was just an individual's home that they had the wherewithal to call the cops to report things to keep. So them you safe. could just like. So you could be walk, running down the street and yeah. see someone with the yeah, and it used to be right in the front window, yeah, sign somewhere, and yep. you could just beat on knock the on the door and they'd let you in and you'd be safe. Which I'm not sure if that even exists anymore. I don't think it does. No. I don't think they just but, people let people in their house like that anymore. No, yeah, yeah. unfortunately, we're all kind of become hermits and yeah, we're paranoid, not so welcoming of yeah, that's right. But I'm saying like yeah. there's always someone that misuses things like that. Right. Yeah. So now I can get in your home, and now I'm in your home. Now I can rob you. Or but like whatever. so many right. places have that sign now of mm-hmm. you know a safe place. I think it would have to be a public place. Yeah. It, it just has to be. Yeah. Yeah. For it can't sure. be anyone's for home. Sure. 20 million people worldwide are victims of human trafficking, and uh, the numbers are pretty staggering. It's more than the population of London, New York, and Los Angeles combined. And, uh, you know, signs for human trafficking are basically, um, you know, the recruitment, transportation, uh, harboring, or purchase of persons for the sole purpose of exploration. And a lot of them get sucked into this lifestyle through right. like love, acceptance, a better future promised, security, money, opportunity, you know, all that stuff. Um, yeah, what did they say? 80, Interstate 80, that travels across the entire state is one of the biggest travel lines I mean, yeah, at least for so. that? Yeah. yeah 80's massive. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, yeah, it, you know, it's a hidden crime. It's got, you know, there's a lot of uh, language barriers and, uh, you know... They themselves are, uh, they fear their traffickers and they fear the law and, you know, they don't know where to turn to basically. So, yeah, the uh, International Labor Organization estimates uh, labor and human trafficking is a, is a $150 billion industry worldwide. That's why a lot of people are, I mean, I think they're scumbags, you know, to take part in that, obviously, but it generates so much money. It's like uh, it makes you think like I wonder how many people are involved which it, you know anymore you'll have a story break about well Epstein a, you know was yeah, one of those yeah 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 that was oh he's got an island and oh it's just, so I guess I, I guess I had to ask the question as I'm not very educated on this what's the difference between human trafficking and prostitution I know like what I know like obviously other than one's maybe done by force, mm-hmm. and the other one may be done by choice. I think yes. that's the big difference. Yeah, like yeah. prostitution, I think people think is an adult who they are like, I need money, I'm going to do this and make money. Versus human trafficking, they're brought in, they're slaves to. They're making fun sex. money for others. Yeah. Yes, they're doing sex acts and all that stuff, and they become mm-hmm. prostitutes. Maybe they break away from their owner and they become prostitutes. Because that's all they know. That's all they, yeah, exactly. So it's there has to be better screenings, I guess mm-hmm. you could say. But yeah, um, I think a lot of that is evolved into prostitution and uh, you know all that. Do they give you a rough average age of these mm-hmm. human traffickers, what, the people that mm-hmm. are victims of it? One to eighteen years old. What? Mm-hmm. 
And that means... That's heavy, bro. There are some, you know, who are 25 and older now who've been victims since they were, like, maybe four. So, you know, it's... Like, they basically cut off at 18. And when these people age out, they probably, who knows, push them aside. And that's when they get into prostitution. This is how you turn into Commando or Rambo, man. Yeah. I know. That's some heavy stuff. I know. I'm not... I mean, I'm not a parent, but I'm an uncle. And, whoa, like... Yeah, it's yeah. Terrifying. I think truck it was, stops are big. Like you'll you yeah. hear about truck stops. You know, there'll be semis with them in the trailer. All this stuff, and it just it, it hopes. It, you know, I fantasize about having like a group of people who look like kids, but they're mm-hmm. like really an assault team, and they're heavily trained, and they just mm-hmm. take these guys out. You know, <laughs> right. it's like you know they're bait. Yeah, it's like got you, and then they find out where you know they all are. But of course, that's Hollywood fantasy there. But and it, you know. I'm sure some of that could actually happen. I, I you know, if I was asked my ideas <laughs> mm-hmm. taken seriously, I'd be like, yeah, let's recruit some people who look seriously young, and they're gonna be killers, basically. Mm. Send them out and get the job done. Or their ex-victims, train them, help them lead the way. And who knows, maybe that's happening. But I have another list of indicators. This is within uh, children and adults to look for. So basically, if someone uh, appears disconnected from family, friends, you know, community, church, let's say, or if they stop attending school, they're running away from home a lot, uh, sudden or dramatic change in behavior, engaged in commercial sex acts, uh, disoriented or confused, you know, signs of mental or physical abuse, they have bruises, uh, various stages of healing. Uh, they're fearful, timid, or submissive, and then also they're, you know, if they look like they, they've, uh, you know, if they look frail, like if they're being denied of food, water, or sleep, or medical care, um, those are some other signs, but there's a lot of things to look for, and this just kind of opened my, my eyes more to the, to the issue, but uh, for anyone out there who, you know, if you think you find people like this, mm-hmm. of course you can call 911, and of course if you're a victim of this, you can call 911, or you can call the National Human Trafficking Hotline, which is uh, 1-888-373-7888, and also you can text BE FREE, hmm. so there's those, you know. Is there is there, is there there a different ratio of male to female victims? That's something I didn't look up, but I'm just guessing. It's females up there. Predominantly. I'm, I'm guessing, yeah. I mean, yeah. it just makes you, as I've come to know more about human trafficking, you know, you've always seen, like, sadly at rest stops, you'll see the missing posters. Right. And it's like, not they're not necessarily dead. Like, a lot of those could just be victims. Like, yeah. Johnny Gosh here in West Des Moines, that's, a, that's something that I think his mom has said. He's come, he's come back a couple mm-hmm. times to see her, and that's what happened to him. He got abducted, put into human trafficking, hmm. and he got out of it. But, you know, he's just trying to, I guess, just survive at this point and doesn't really want to come forward and share his story. You know, there's that possibility there. But, of course, all of this is under the 13th Amendment of the U.S. Constitution, which is the slavery and involuntary servitude, which is, which means it shall not exist. So right, people right, are right. caught, shall not exist. Punishment is, of course, uh, you, you pay a debt and maximum prison terms are 20 years, which I... I think that's a little low. Yeah, I do too. And that's some states are not as harsh, so hmm. it's, it's a it's a serious issue. But yeah, I, I applaud overall. I applaud UPS for doing that. I think more companies should take advantage. If you know, it, 
it probably doesn't take too too much time to just observe more of what's going on. Oh, of course. And you know, you can report that. Even you know, even in our professions, like you know, mm. you you work at a gym, right? right? So you encounter so many people, and who knows? I mean, it. You get a vibe off someone, I could tell. I think everyone should be, you know, educated somewhat. And this this definitely has educated me in this article I found. Well, I will say the article just basically gave the premise of what's what yeah. they're going to do. And I went further <clears throat> and looked up statistics and things like that. Uh, I missed a few, but I was curious. I just wanted to know, you know, I, it's it's a terrible ordeal. It's, a, it's an interesting subject matter. I never really mm-hmm. put much thought about it. You know, what was, what was the... What's the movie with, uh... Oh, Taken? Taken. Yeah. yeah. Right. You want a Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. More yeah. people like that, you know, yeah. have the ability to track down and take out. Yeah, I'm not going to fly overseas, but I mean... No, no. Yeah. Well, unless it's your daughter and you're confident. Yeah, I got, you, you know... You've got people that will tell you exactly where to go. I got yeah. a few, I got a few unique if skills. If we could have that in a was it, we I got that'd a, be great. I got a level of, of skills, he says. What is that? skills. Certain set of skills. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I will find you. I will find I will you. kill you. Yes. Good luck. Yes. 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 Good luck. Click. Yes. And then two more terrible sequels after that. No. Uh, they were, they were I like the first one a lot, though. First one was good. Yeah. Second one was all right. Third one I haven't seen. Third one's okay. That's what Is I fantasize, though, about. The, the second one's good, I think. Yeah. I like the second one. How to resolve this problem. is like, we need people like that. And you can train people. And who knows? They might actually have... Uh, groups that are doing the work you know oh, yeah. i don't know well you have i mean you have neighborhood watches and yes. stuff like that set up um for those kind of things and but a lot of us sadly with technology we're becoming more inclusive and it, it's t- you know it's um it's one of those things though that <clears throat> you know you see a, an older guy with a with a, a younger girl and you think oh that's just his mm-hmm. daughter so right. you know it, unless you're really knowing or looking for certain specific signs you I don't even know what's happening. Right, right. And it's hard to trust other, you know, I'll admit, let's trust, it's hard to trust other parents. Like, when my daughter goes to sleepover, it's like, where's dad going to be? You know, I just... Right. Think, well, I get what you're saying. Yeah, it's yeah. it's tough. It can really, just like this whole virus going on, it can really mess with your head, and you can be overprotective, you know, and, of course, that'll, you know, won't end well, but, you know... That's just, just a sign of a good parent. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she's just a yeah. good parent. We're helicopter parents. I'd rather... We I'd try. rather. <laughs> I'd rather have someone be overprotective than under. Yeah. Right. You know, like, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to children. Like, yeah. you don't want anything to happen to them. They, they're still learning, man. <laughs> I know. Everyone out there, though, just, uh, you know, I, I think this helps you appreciate the UPS driver even more. And, yeah, and I, FedEx drivers, perhaps, are doing the same thing. Who knows? But I applaud that. That's, that's, that's great. Yeah, that's good. Because, yeah, if you think about it, yeah, they get to see all kinds of sides of the community. You know, oh, yeah. They're always going in and out of the neighborhoods, dropping off packages. And So are they saying, like, what they see on the street or when they stop at someone's house and they put a package there? It's basically everywhere. And someone signs it. Like if oh, I think activity. it's just dropping off, but okay. if, they, if they happen to drop off to a business or if they're by a busy street and they see, like, you know... a. Okay. Someone walking the So they're just looking for certain signs. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Okay. And they, they call that number if they, they see anything mm-hmm. that they think is suspicious. So, yeah, I definitely applaud that. And, uh, Interesting. I mean, that's an unknown thing that we all know about now. So it makes you think if uh, these gas stations and other places have the safe place, and yeah. they're trained to identify that. Oh, as well. I would think that they yeah. would be. That would be a part of the training. For sure. Uh, I, I don't get the same vibe for 
gas station people. I think gas you know, station people. You, you, you look at some of those gas. I think gas station people is like, like uh, uh, just grab your stuff, get out of here. Yeah, right, right. Because I think people mess with gas station people so much, mm. unless it's like just obviously that's. Yeah. Not right. Like Kevin Smith's clerks, I wouldn't see yeah. them being like observant. exactly. Yeah. Like, it would be Like here, scram. Right. You know, like, have a good night. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like UPS, I can see that. Mm-hmm. Obviously, mm-hmm. some of them aren't going to probably be as proactive. Yeah, and that's but I'm just, just saying, that's just I'm the just way it goes. Giving a damn, not not about the situation. Mm-hmm. Just giving a damn about like, okay, yeah, yeah. Of course, I'm going to look for that. As this pricks in front of me and <laughs> being rude and. <laughs> yelling at me right or or a yeah. girl answers the door let's say for it you have to sign the package mm-hmm. and you observe she's got a tattoo that has that on there and she wrote to help me on the sheet or that too yeah definitely it's like they definitely have a number now because you know it's if you don't have the the info you can just be like you know ah don't need to worry about it or i'll get to it and you forget you know things like that but they're supposed to have these cards on them they Go in their wallets or their visors in their trucks. So, yeah, I thought it was a cool program. I I plot it. So, the more you know. That's wild. Yeah, not to take it down to a serious note. No worries. No, it's an no, important it's a cool, important I think topic. It's a cool thing. I mean, it turning it around, you know, in something positive. Like that's a really cool thing. And uh, this just reminds you to, you know, if you got a kid that uh, seems to want to run away. Uh, you know, obviously, um, most parents, I think, want to get to the heart of the problem, but mm. some are just like, ah, it's just part of them growing up, you know? But it's like, you know, it might not be. It might be something else at play, and hmm. look into it. Look into it. Know, know who your kid's friends are. And yeah. Like, my daughter's got a phone now, so she wants all these apps, and we definitely have not allowed her to have a few. You regulate uh, it. Yeah. yeah, like, definitely not Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Or uh, Instagram, but those things make you depressed, in my opinion. I mean, if it's up to me, you I can only read so much Facebook. Well, it's not even that. I think it's harder on young ladies than it is on young men, because like there's like a lot of image ideas that are going on in women's heads. Mm-hmm. Like they said, when they took away the likes off of Instagram, it bothered girls more than it bothered males. Yeah, oh, because well, yeah. It, because of attention right. and things like that, and like it's like I, I'm look, I'm wearing. Yeah, like, like men do it too, but we do. But do like, yeah. guys, I think have an ability like more like we, food. Like look at yeah. this. Look at this. Steak. When we go over the top, when we go over the top, like guys will check each other quicker. I think like, yeah. dude, what are you doing? Like we, yeah. we're, we're that's dumb. Stop. Mm-hmm. Like we do that. I don't. Whereas young ladies, I don't think they do that with each other as much. Mm-hmm. They kind of just kind of in this constant kind of competitive. Right deal and like oh she's got x amount of likes well then i'm gonna put this on and get more likes than mm-hmm. her and da, 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 and it's more like a competition and it's giving them that um dopamine mm-hmm. sure. you know yeah well rush. it's a validation tool mm-hmm. and that's the problem yeah as they get addicted to it i mean young men do it too yeah it's just like it's so addicted it, to it they're actually actually out functioning well and with it's their family and it's mm-hmm. like oh i gotta do this real quick and then the problem <laughs> is is that you've got these now these closed groups these private groups in mm-hmm. facebook where you can vent mm-hmm. and if somebody doesn't like what you're saying it's you're not having to face them face to face and say hey i don't like what you're saying it's easier to, mm-hmm. it's easier to just yeah. yeah and and so you know there's a lot of bullying that goes around and right. and if you don't get the validation 
it's demeaning, you know. Which is a new threat to my kids, and, you know, if you have nieces and nephews, like, uh, bullying used to stop at school, now we can continue. It's right. Like it's like a kid it, under that all the time. It could be from Tokyo. Mm-hmm. Like, a kid could be bullying your kid, you know, from another country. I mean, I, I've made this argument where it's like, when we came up, because we came up, we're roughly around the same age, when the when the internet started to take off. Right, so right. So we have this mindset of we still kind of have an understanding of the world prior to. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, like, our communities back then was, like, people represented their their town, their their neighborhood, their city, you know, their state. And, and so it was, like, that's when you would have so many different kinds of slang and things like that because right. this is how we talk in our neighborhood. If you went over out to New York, they would talk different. You went to Miami, they would talk different. You went to L.A., they would talk different. They had their own little thing. Now, like, uh, I think the kids are dealing with their community is the world. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. right. Their, their community is the planet. Yeah. So when something becomes trendy, it's not just their neighborhood. Yeah. It's, it's Earth. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Right. So they have a bigger playground and... You know, like uh, that old expression, big fish in a little pond. Mm-hmm. Even if you're a popular kid, you're a big fish in a little pond. Now you're going against whales. Now you're yeah, going against right. sharks. Right. Yeah. You're going against, you know, massive people. And you're trying to keep up with that person. Mm-hmm. So this person has how many followers? This person has this. Right. And that's their their level of currency now. It's a level of, uh, their currency is based on a certain level of attention. Mm-hmm. You know, and they right. need that attention. They'll ask me, like, Dad, because they know I do podcasts and stuff. They're like, how many followers do you have? And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell them I have two million because I don't want them to be, the, you know, have their mind blown. So I just tell them not, not too many. Oh, not too, two million? Oh, okay. You, do we have? No. no <laughs> yeah, actually, we do. It's, oh, a, okay. it's actually five. We, yeah. He just doesn't want to make million. their brains no, explode. I mean, five, yes. Billion. The thing of it is, is that, you know, people project a fakeness. Like the world is great, mm-hmm. everything's and going great. great. And then and when something happens personally on a personal level to them, they don't understand why they don't know how to deal with it because all they see is nobody has any problems on online. Right. And so nobody teaches them how to deal with these personal issues. Because yeah, it's like it's like seeing a happy family. On yeah, Facebook nobody wants to deal with it. You go over for a gathering and they're right. yelling at their kids and right. all that. And it's like, oh, okay, yeah. I, I guess we're very similar. Yeah, we have. I mean. I don't think uh, a lot of young people are given the opportunity to deal with adversity. Right. So, like, their era, and I would say that's actually my younger brother's era, their era was the era of the participation trophy. Yeah. And what that means is as long as you show up, you're a winner. And, and like, I come from a very competitive mm. <laughs> mindset. So I'm like, I could never compete against someone who's getting a participation trophy. I'm, I'm too much of an asshole. Like, <laughs> I'm too much of an asshole because if I see you with a participation trophy and I won that tournament or whatever it is, I'm going to slap on it. What are you doing with that, loser? <laughs> what are you doing with that? Because, like, in my mind, I'm like, I want you to feel that because that's how I would feel if I didn't win that competition. It forces me to work harder. Right. It forces yeah. me. Losing helps you. Work. Yeah. You can. Right. I. I mean, I competed as a kid, all in wrestling, 
since I was a kid, football, wrestling, track. And so I had this weird thing with my mother because she would keep all of my trophies. Mm-hmm. I did not. Only reason why she even got my trophies is because she made me bring them home. I didn't, I didn't care about the trophy. I cared about winning, but I didn't yeah. care about the trophy. And so she would ask me, she's like, you always throw away your second places. You keep your third. And I was like, well, yeah. She's like, why do you do that one? And I was like, because I, I, there's nothing worse than the feeling of second place to me. And, and she's like, but you keep your third. I was like, well, third means I'm not there yet. I got growth. So it reminds you. Yeah. yeah, like I need Keeps to work harder. Yeah. I need to train I need to train harder. I need to get there. To me, second is like I'm at the mountaintop. Yeah. Yeah. I made it. He's just better. <laughs> and I don't yeah. need that reminder staring at me in the face on a regular basis and some trophy case she put together for me. And I'm like, I, I can't look at that, Mom, please. Yeah. Just I, I can't. Whereas I'll see third and I'm like, okay, I need to I need to go the extra mile. But even just me developing that for myself, I may look at my nieces and nephews and I'm like, are they been are they given that opportunity mm-hmm. to just have to evaluate like how to strategize to get better, how how to persevere, how to get better at this, mm-hmm. how to instead of being like, um, well, I participated, so I'm gonna I'm gonna win anyways. You know, like yeah. it's no there's no mm-hmm. uh, I'm trying to find the right word. There's no no need to push yourself like this is how we make better people i think we we make people better just because you're great thinkers you're great creators you're blah 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 they had to meet some kind of level of adversity mm-hmm. to learn how to get out of that adversity to get better and the problem is the history is always written in the eye of the winner mm-hmm. you know i mean you get these participation trophies are horrible because like you said mm-hmm. There's no there's no drive to push yourself to that next level. So when you get into the workforce and you get fired, you don't understand why. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I tried. Mm-hmm. Well, no, you didn't. You didn't try hard enough. It and just so, teaches you how to be mediocre. Yeah. It just there's no there's no drive to sure. to be better than you were yesterday. It's like an overcorrection right. the, the trophy. Like the, the I think the wise thing would be like this doesn't mean you're a loser. You know, mm-hmm. you just. Yeah just need to work harder next time to maybe it does better. mean you're a loser well and you know it's okay I mean? like, yeah like give up you're not gonna ever right right but that. but i'm saying yeah. like it's more like to me like an acceptance like it's okay mm-hmm. you know like um there's this guy that used to come to my job older gentleman awesome uh german like pure german that came from germany mm-hmm. oh, cool. blah 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 and uh for some reason i always meet like really tall German people <laughs> and befriend them. Um, that being said, he was telling me um, how he raised his children and how he had to teach his own children how to raise his grandchildren. Mm-hmm. Because he's like, we, in my generation, his generation, he meant, like, they made you have to figure things out. You know? And he's like, my children, and I think he was implying that his children are too Americanized, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, he said, but my children, yeah. you know, like, um, they, they, they coddle my, my grandchildren every time. So, like, he was saying he was watching his grandson. His grandson stumbled and fell, trying to figure out how to walk. Stumbled and fell. 
So he's like, I just looked at him. And then my daughter came over and tried to pick him up. He's like, he's like, don't touch him. Leave him alone. Because the kid's looking up. He's crying. And he's looking up at his mother. And he's looking at his grandfather like, uh, you going to pick me up? Da, 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 da. Oh, he's like, see, yeah. yeah. And he's like looking at him. And he's like, don't touch him. And the kid's crying and crying and crying. And he's like, he'll stop. And then he stops. And then finally the kid like kind of puts his arm on on like a whatever a counter or a desk or whatever's near him and then he starts standing up on his own two feet he's like that's the opportunity you have to allow that child to grow through if you go and rush and pick him up asap he or she never gets the opportunity to learn that Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and that's the same thing like how i see the participation trophy like let them lose. Let them know how that feels. You got to learn how it feels. You get knocked yeah. down. Yeah. Like in the workforce. You yeah. get knocked down. You just go find another job. Yeah. No, well, that's too easy. Yeah. Yeah. That's how work. That's why Rocky movies are so big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Creed movies. Because he, Rocky keeps getting his ass kicked. And then he finally, you know, he, but he keeps standing up. He keeps standing up. And that, that whole idea, like, just people keep standing up. And, and 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 fighting through mm-hmm. adversity right actually i think we're making better people by approaching things that way right well i don't mean like you're guaranteed to get another job easily but what i mean is like you have that drive like i'm gonna go work to get another job yeah i'm gonna mm-hmm. go search i'm not gonna let it come to me or i'm not gonna you know collect this or whatever mm-hmm. i'm gonna just i'm not i'm gonna you know uh how you say it uh, dust myself off or yeah and, and keep it moving right yeah. instead of just like withering away with like why mm. and you know well no them, not me. i got younger relatives yeah. you know cousins siblings who don't have that drive right and all I the time think a lot of us don't they lose that. their job and they're just like well why is the world coming down on me why is it right and i'm like go get another job hit some harder really you know yeah you know yeah and we have uh we have a whole new validation hires and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and and when they make their first mistake on the phone or when they screw up something they freak out oh i'm gonna get fired i'm gonna get written up Mm -hmm. and i go over there and i show them what they did wrong and stuff like that and they're like am i gonna get written up i was like no but did you learn from it Mm -hmm. well yeah i said just don't do it again yeah yeah Right, and then I walk away, and that's it. Girl, it's, it, if you're given the opportunity to learn from your mistakes and make mistakes, mm-hmm. yeah, that's how you grow. Mm-hmm. You don't grow from making a mistake, getting written up, then getting fired. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, there's no way to learn. Exactly. Actually, we run in, I ran into that in my, my current job. The the young lady that took over as manager, she would disapprove of something, and she just thought she had to write people up. Yeah, yeah. And so when we had a group meeting at another facility, I spoke up for another coworker, and I was like, "Well, if you're quick like that, you, that's how you lose people." Yeah. Mm. And you know, and the young lady's younger than me, but I'm like, "That's how you start to lose people. People don't trust in you. People come to me and talk to me. I'm, I'm like, I'm not a manager, yeah. but they'll come to me and talk to me and be like, "Hey, like, what do you, what do you think about this situation, man? Like, how would you?" Well, do you think that was fair? I'm like, no, I wouldn't go that route. I would. I'm always gonna ask you why, you know. Um, so I, even the people that are in the power positions, I don't think also know how to mm-hmm. wield their power. So what I'm saying is like, so like I've had this happen at a previous job that I walked away from. I would, I just because I was like, 
goats, <laughs> you know. So I walked away from it because she was trying to wield her power, and she thought that writing people up where I wasn't doing anything incorrect. I'll defend myself on that, but she she wielded it that way, and I'm and I said, and I even said to her, and I said, "Do you ever ask why someone may have done something that you didn't like? Do you under like?" Uh, um, I rescheduled something mm. and she wanted it to be at a particular time but at the same time she had said hey it can you have the right to change the schedule just give me an early enough notice I felt I did that but mm-hmm. whatever I think she just wanted to have it out with me anyways <laughs> that's another story <laughs> but what I'm saying as I asked her I was like well that person may have had a bad day do you know if that person's a significant other might be sick or someone might be passed away or mm-hmm. they may have gotten a flat tire. Real life happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and and human beings are not robots. So like and instead of being like quick, oh, I'm going to write you up. Oh, you, you, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's some people who feel they have to be in control of other individuals with like this iron fist. Mm-hmm. And... I'm not. I'm not necessarily saying at the same time. I'm not trying to be your best friend either. Yeah. But I'm saying, okay, let me know why this happened, mm-hmm. and then if I can understand why it happens, then I'm like, okay, that's some real life stuff. That's uh, totally understandable why you had this situation. Mm-hmm. Now, if the things you can do, see, this is where we teach. Yeah. Like the things you can do to make this work in your favor is if this kind of situation happens again or something along these lines please just drop us a line you know contact us let us know what's going on in texas i know you don't want to maybe share all your personal information that's fine but let us know that like okay there was an emergency there was something you had to deal with there's a family personal problem that kicked in and then that way it's like okay we get it and you know, like, and then we can evaluate from that because by not informing us, it may kill some form of production, mm-hmm. right. you know, right. and things like that. And that's all I'm saying. Like, so even the people in power are not necessarily always wielding their power in the best ways, in mm-hmm. my opinion. And the people that are the underlings are kind of like not always trying to push through to that next level. Like, right. Yeah, I expect yeah. I expect life to kick me in the balls a few times. <laughs> One like, doesn't. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, know what I'm saying? Like that's what I'm saying. I right. yeah. I expect I say life's going to kick you in the balls from time to time. You'll you'll eventually expect it to come. It's going to come. Now we're a cup. So <laughs> Still sucks. Right, right. But I'm ready for you. Like I'm bracing myself for it instead of like some random Right. Nut right. shot. <laughs> well, yeah, perhaps we should uh, uh, leave on that. Uh, wear a cup. Wear a cup, uh, please, <laughs> fellas. Ladies, they make lady cups too. I, I I learned this. I did not know that existed. Yeah, yeah guys, go do- Guys, don't go kicking ladies in the taco. That's just not. No, cool. please don't. No bruised tacos. Yeah. Yes. That's just not cool. <laughs> never, that, uh, that's never good. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Mitch, for joining us. Yes, thanks for having me. Thank you, Mitch. We'll be back. <laughs> I'm Juan. I'm Josh. Mitch. <laughs> Take care. Bye. No, bro. Stop.